So I'm definitely a believer that we get wiser as we get older. There are times I'm talking to my girls or my sister and something will come out of my mouth and it's just like, that was liquid gold. That was so prolific. Where did that knowledge come from? But it's true. It just happens. You live life. You learn lessons. You hear enough um, situations that you're like, you start to kind of connect dots and it's amazing. But what else happens as we get older is we can get kind of weird. We get stuck in our ways, stuck in our old thinking, right? And sometimes that creates this like weird expression on our face, which I talk about a lot, the resting bitch face. I have it. You probably do too. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to be your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. And friends, don't forget to hop onto Facebook and join the Badass Midlife Podcast Facebook group. A little bit more of a deeper dive into the topics, and it's where you'll find upcoming guests and the things that we're going to talk about uh, on the future shows. And you can interact with other women as well, so I hope to see you there. Okay, friends, so are you wise or are you weird? So I think there's a little bit of both in all of us. I don't mind saying I get my weird on every once in a while, but fact of the matter is that you can have a great deal of wisdom about the things that you've learned in your life, and you can really give great advice. You can be uh, a quiet observer like I am of, of the beauty of just human interaction and conflict and just really start to understand how to help people work through some things and and you even learn it yourself as you see it sometimes you don't learn about a situation until you're going through it yourself and then once you go through it and it's successful you're like I'm definitely going to share this with someone because I know someone in my circle is going to be going through this sometime too but what I wanted to talk a little bit about is, you know, some of these old habits, these this old thinking pattern that we get into um, that sometimes, for one example, leads me to having a bitch face because I'm stuck in these old habits and this old thinking. And instead of being relaxed in my day-to-day life, these things that I think and feel put this weird expression on my face. And I realize that when we have a certain expression and we hold our muscles in a certain way it actually impacts how we think and how we speak at that point and then it does impact our day because everything is connected to everything else nothing exists in a bubble so in my quest to really try to not be tense and not be so relaxed and not look like I'm a judgmental person or uh, that I have, you know, porcupine needles on me that people are afraid to, you know, talk to me because I just have this face. I just thought, okay, well, there are some things I need to really unpack here and figure out what's going on. And this was not easy because like I'm in this continual, you know, quest to become a badass at midlife. And I have had to do some serious looking in the mirror and I don't always like what I see there. So, um, first of all, I think that I, like many of you have probably perfected the human Teflon coating. Um, and it shows, it shows ladies. I'm so good at it that I feel like people actually repel away from me in the store just because they're afraid 
just by the expression on my face that I'm just going to go off on them for, you know, blocking the cereal that I need. So that's not cool, but we have that, right? We walk in there, we we're so focused and we're driven. We got to get the thing. We don't have time. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I don't have time to talk. Now, me personally, I'm not one for small talk and chatter and little niceties and stuff like that. Um, but that's not to say that I'm an unkind person. And I will say that most of us probably um, have that little vibe when we're going places and running errands that we're just like in a hurry. We might have that face. And there's time and place for small talk. And as I'm getting older, I realize that those times and places are much fewer and far between. And that's what this is all about. Because just because you're not into small talk and niceties doesn't mean you have to look like you are literally uh, untouchable and uh, unapproachable. And that's kind of what I struggle with, um, with this expression apparently that I have that my girls tell me. And so I think that most people would think that you are nice. I think that no one is sitting there saying you're a bitch. But 100%, I can tell you that if someone saw me in line at a store, they'd be thinking, she's a bitch. She's not very approachable. She doesn't have that friendly face. And that makes me question that. How often is that the case? Why is that the case? So I've uncovered some stunning revelations here about this little midlife bitchery problem that we have. And I just have to share it because I think these things are gold and could possibly help you too. So the first thing is that talking to strangers is safe 99.9% of the time. You know the good old don't talk to strangers, right? That is for me the foundation for pretty much every antisocial cell in my body. Not all people react to that life mantra in the same way or let it play out in the same way. In fact, there are a lot of people that have never met a stranger. I don't know who those people are. <laughs> I know them when I see them, but I don't know many of them. But they don't know a stranger. And so any opportunity to interact with another human being, mass of cells that will talk to them or listen to them, they will take it. And it looks weird to me because I'm just like, wait, do you know them? In my mind, I'm thinking, how do you just strike up a, a conversation? And there are times that I'm in the mood to do it, but 90% of the time I would say, I'm not that person. But here's the thing. When you open yourself up to talking to strangers, maybe even just once a day, but just kind of commit to trying it. And I don't mean like, excuse me, I was in line. Not that kind of talking, but turning around, how's your day so far? That kind of thing. You would be so surprised what can happen. So not only have you taken your guard down and interacted positively with another human, you have relieved your own stress by getting out of your own damn head for a second, but also you could have made their day too. And who knows, maybe they could have been on the verge of a complete breakdown and your sweet little voice asking them how their day is going 
could have restored their faith in humanity. It could happen, right? So that's the first thing. Don't think that talking to strangers is either something you are too busy to do, something you don't do. That's just not me. Well, maybe it needs to start becoming you. Because of those reasons that I said, it does actually help when we interact with others and take our guard down and interact positively and have a good interaction. And we can see that the person is receiving it well. It helps us. And we don't have to stay that person that is so perpetually busy and, and so fixated on getting errands done in a certain time frame that we forget that we need to interact with people for both of our own goods. So do yourself a favor. Get out of those thoughts. Get out of the mental list. Put a list on your phone or a Write a list on paper where you're going so that you don't have to sit there and have that stern, like, I got to remember all these things, you know, bacon, milk, you know, you know. then you're just in your head, you, you are just seeing the list in your mind, you're seeing uh, the next thing that you have to do, you're not in the moment. But if you could actually take that, whatever that thing is that you're trying to do, separate it from your brain, put it somewhere else on a piece of paper, whatever, so that you can be in that moment. And as you're walking through whatever the store is or whatever it is that you're doing, you can look up at people and have a little bit of a smile. And when you feel the urge to fire out a little conversation starter, then just do it. Great, amazing things can happen, not to mention you won't have that expression of just being unapproachable and cold and, you know, that face that we talk about. So first thing, remember, talking to strangers is safe 99.9% of the time. So do it for your own good, but also for the possibility that it really could make someone else's day. I'm sure that you have been in that situation where you just feel like crap. And nothing seems to be just clicking in the day so far. And then someone will just start a conversation with you about something that kind of makes you smile or laugh. And it like it takes the air out of, you know, that balloon of tension that you have. It helps. So when we can see that it happens to us in the reverse, like we know that it's beneficial for other people and we just need to not be afraid to do it and not, for God's sake, be too busy to do it or too afraid because they're strangers and that's what we thought. We had to be afraid or uh, be concerned about talking to people we don't know. Obviously, always be safe, be smart, but don't be so fixed on you. Don't be so internal on what it is that you need to do that you forget that the human interaction that you can have during your day is of huge value. It will relax you physically. It will slow and, and normalize your breathing because that's what we do when we are just in normal interacting conversation. Things just normalize. But when we're in a mode of remembering and 
being tentative because we have to get a lot of things done, we're not breathing normally. We don't have a calm expression. We are just not calm. So the value of talking to people and interacting is huge in more ways than one. Second thing, allowing someone to convince you that something doesn't isn't the same as you, right? You, something they are trying to convince you of is different than your belief. If you allow that to happen, that doesn't mean that you are compromising your personal core values. This is a really frustrating thing to me because things, life, choices, these things are not binary. Everybody brings to whatever decision, to whatever action in their day, in their life, whatever they bring to it from the context of their life. And so if somebody is trying to explain their viewpoint on something, and it looks like they might be going down a road to try to convince you or change your mind, A, who cares? You can just nod and take it in and be like, yeah, I see that. I could see why that would seem that way to you. And I think that that makes sense. As you say it, I feel like it makes sense. I don't mind that. What I mind is when someone just won't let something go. And so then I feel myself getting that face, putting up the walls. You're not going to convince me of anything. I hope you think that you're you're not going to convince me of that. I mean, honestly, unless it's life or death, this isn't worth doing that. It isn't worth putting up the walls, being, you know, having that expression, being stiff, being in self-protective mode. It's just not worth it. You can allow someone to have an opinion. You can even allow them to try and convince you of something. We are getting to an age where this does not matter. It doesn't matter. Let it go. Let the conversation flow naturally. Take it in. Everybody has 100% the right to feel differently than you do, than I do. They just do. And so by us being so stuck and attached to whatever these life beliefs are, that makes us closed. It makes us tense. It gives us that expression. And to others around you, you just look like that person. That person that is hard and weird because you can't allow normal conversation to flow. I think the smartest people are people that can take in all sides of a discussion and not get their feathers ruffled over it because this is a discussion. This is what people do. They can share ideas. And I think it's really unhealthy for us to only interact with people that have exactly the same thoughts as we do and opinions because we can't grow like that. All you're doing is deepening the groove of your own beliefs. And then what? The minute you are stepping outside of that and meeting new people and some other side of a discussion comes up, there go those walls, there goes that face, there go those muscles, short breathing. Listen, do yourself a favor. 
allow it in. Allow it in. It doesn't have to attach, but it certainly can come in. You're stronger than that. I mean, for goodness sake, look at all that we've been through up to this point in our lives. To say that we can't entertain another person's opinion or thoughts and allow them to even try to convince us, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous and it's so weak. And again, you have that thing where people see that and are like, well, that's weird. She just like, I was talking to her and she wouldn't even, she's looking down and, you know, flicking crumbs off her skirt. She won't even hear me. Well, I for one, I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything, but I do feel like I can say something that might differ from someone's opinion and I don't need to jam it on them. I can just say, no, I see it like this. And I'm not trying to pick a fight. And if someone tries to go that way with me, I have to quickly divert, right? I have to change it because again, these are conversations. These are things that generally do not matter. And why should you let it ruin your day? And then why should you allow that feeling of protective and closed and cold be the way that you start into the next thing that you're going to do in your day. Like you don't realize the impact that it has. So by you just being open and allowing someone to speak their opinions and just let it in and just let it flow through you, there's no reason to get tense about it. And there's certainly no reason to tighten that face and tighten those lips and furrow your brows and just be like, I don't know how you could possibly feel. That's not necessary. And that is the second thing that I've noticed that is a place where we can go to try and um, stop getting tense and being uh, weird and having that bitch face, right? We don't need to feel like we're giving something up because we are entertaining a different opinion. The third thing is not everyone is out to get you, so get over yourself. Eleanor Roosevelt, this quote I love, you wouldn't worry so much about what others think of you if you knew how seldom they actually did. Wow. Now that one took some time to hit home for me because in my lifetime, I have done or not done so many things because those doggone people and what they would think or say, what a giant waste of time and energy, not to mention that that fear and those feelings and those thoughts can put you at risk of never finding the true purpose for your life because you're afraid of the church chatter girlfriend gossip that's going to result from it. So people aren't always thinking about you. So again, get over yourself. But we are so narcissistic in our own ways and so self-centered that we actually think that a choice that we make is on someone else's mind. And when we do that, we walk out of the door a little bit resentful because we're already in this protective mode for no reason. They're not thinking about you. Thank goodness. Everyone is a little bit self-absorbed. So even if they are going to think or 
have something to say about something that you're wearing or something that you are doing or a decision that you made, it will be short-lived. It will be short-lived. And if you act as if you know exactly why a person made a comment, you build this whole story around that, right? You build this whole story around, well, she said that because remember last week when I went and picked her up, then da-da-da, right? And we know this whole story and we just conclude that somehow it's related to us. Well, we're usually missing the mark by a mile. People just don't care that much about what we're doing, what we're wearing, and really thinking that they do and reacting and making your life decisions based on that is really self-absorbed behavior. And like I said, thankfully everyone is a little bit self-absorbed. So there's a very small chance that even if your little shenanigans come up, like you decided to wear a white after Labor Day or God forbid something like that, um, it won't be for long. It won't be for long because they're going to quickly go on to the next thing. And so I've been guilty of this. Um, you know, I grew up in a family. Uh, my parents came from Sicily and so very old school mentality. And, um, you know, in order to fit in, you know, you have these expectations like, well, what are people going to say? Because you're trying to integrate into a different society. And so my mom was always very big on that. Like, you know, what are people going to think about this? Or, you know, people, you know, we don't act like this or whatever. And so you're always in that mode of trying to behave in a way that is acceptable to some external feeling and belief that we have about what is external. And so it, that, that was a hard one for me. I feel like it's still in there, but it's something I definitely need to work on. And I think that it's common. I think that especially as we get in midlife, we think there are expectations for what we need to do in our lives and what we need to not do. And it keeps us from doing things. And it's really just internal chatter that really isn't true. The last thing is relax. That's pretty much it. Just relax. People are usually uptight. Am I right? So a really simple step one, if you don't want to be that bitchy one in your friend group, is just to relax. So whenever you're triggered by something, before you allow it to take root and to begin steering the direction of the rest of your day, try to find the root of it and really work hard Work like hell to outsmart that little fire starter. Figure out where that's coming from. What caused me to have that reaction to that comment, to the way that server asked that question, to the way this friend of mine acted in this scenario? Where did that come from? Because it comes from somewhere. And once you find that root thought, you can replace it. You can replace it, you can erase it, but you can definitely replace it with something happy or positive. Start to sing a song, whatever it takes. Breathe through it, stretch, walk, you know, think of something funny. These are things, all those things are things we need to do more of so that we can live a more balanced and relaxed life. And being balanced and relaxed starts with committing to like 
having these soothing habits and making them the norm in your life. And you won't have that expression of not being relaxed, of having that bitchy expression. When we have that sometimes, it's because, again, we don't understand exactly why something made us feel a certain way. And we don't feel like it's worth taking the time to find out why. So we just stay stuck in that same old anger or that old triggered response when really we should be saying, okay, wait, this has been happening for 10 years. That every time someone mentions doing X, I'm always like, no, I don't want to do it. And it's like, why do I keep saying no to that? Well, there's probably something that triggers that feeling that goes way back. And once you figure out what it is, you can be like, oh, I know because the last time this happened, I had a really bad experience. And then I got poison ivy. And so then I just put this like really negative spin on this whole thing forever and ever. Amen. Like now I I never want to do that again because in in that one moment that that happened, you built a really unhappy, unpleasant narrative around it. And then you just kind of stayed stuck there. And because you didn't question it year after year after year, it just became, I'm going to say no to this without ever really realizing that no was maybe the right answer at one point. But then that reason changed. That reason went away. That reason didn't matter anymore. And here you are still saying no. So the key is just to relax relax and when you think of saying no or you think of fighting something just try to get to the root of it unravel it a little bit and realize that not not very many things are that important that you need to dig your heels in on so listen i don't pretend to have fully mastered the neutralization of these uh weird you know attitudes about things and neutralizing my bitch face. I don't claim to have fully mastered that. Little Botox (laughs) doesn't hurt. Um, But I feel like these little things that we realize are a help. I don't want to have that expression where I go. I don't want to stay stuck in old patterns of thinking just because that's how it's always been. And you shouldn't either. We go into midlife. We want to go in free We want to have an open mind. We want to talk to strangers, smile at people, stay flexible in your opinions. That's why people are called like crotchety old people, right? Because they don't stay flexible. Just like you want your muscles to stay flexible in your body, your mental muscle and attitude needs to stay flexible as well. And don't be paranoid that someone's always out to get you. We are all way too isolated in society and it's really only gotten worse lately. People need other people to sustain a happy life and human interaction can literally save someone's life. We've heard these stories. At the very least, doing these little things and making these little changes will improve your mood and everyone's day around you, not to mention You won't get those wrinkles from that bitchy face. And I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it. So remember those those points. Talking to strangers is okay most of the time. So don't be afraid to look up and smile and talk. 
don't be afraid to allow someone to try and convince you of something because that doesn't mean you're compromising anything. And besides, you don't have to defend everything you feel to the death. Not everyone is out to get you. So get over yourself. It's not that big of a deal. Do you. And relax. Find the source of anything that is aggravating you. Figure out where it comes from and then let it go. So hope that helped you today. That's all I have today, friends. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.